0: For this episode, I spoke to Nathan, who is the founder of a Christian clothing business called Clothing Righteousness. Me and Nathan agreed to meet in a place called Footscray, which is an inner western suburb of Melbourne, 15 to 20 minutes from the CBD.
1: Hello Peter,
0: how are you doing? Uh, good, how are you Nathan?
1: Very well bro, very well, what's going on?
0: Um, so I'm just uh, on Moulin Street. I'm outside, uh, number 36, the, the ham office. I'm just... Um,
1: hang on, give me one sec, I'll walk out onto the street, you might be able to see me.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just sitting yeah, in my car, my, so, I, um, oh, yeah, I think I I've can only see I've only
1: been in this space a couple times, but it's a good spot.
0: Um, yeah, I can see I'm just in my car, so, um, I'll get out. Alright, there
1: you go. Alright,
0: sweet. Alright, see you soon. So I got out of my car, I met with Nathan and we walked just around the corner to a cafe which sits in a small open space that's surrounded by a few buildings. Nathan offers me a coffee and we sit
1: down to have a chat
0: before I start the interview.
1: Whatever, like, you, you've obviously done this a fair bit.
0: Um, I've done it a little bit so yeah I started doing um, podcasting probably about three years ago. Um, yeah, so not like an expert by any means,
1: but I've just done it a few times, so. Well, wh- whatever you recommend, mate, honestly. Yeah, um, sure. You, you, you lead the way and we'll just bounce off each other's energy, I suppose. Yeah,
0: no worries. Yeah, um, yeah so I guess for me, I, um, so I grew up in church, but going to church as a kid, I wasn't really and we also have a bit of a chat about our own faith as Christians and church experiences.
1: So that's, where I, that's where I reside, um, and they're a Pentecostal church. Okay, cool. And it's it's a, it's a beautiful church, man. Yeah. It's, um. they're Very. Everybody's very loving, welcoming, uh, ho- hospitable. Yeah. Um, they. When I first arrived there, they welcomed me straight in with open arms. Yeah, awesome. And, um, yeah, you know, church there. I, I, I love my Sundays, man. It's a beautiful experience being in the house of God.
0: After we chat for some time, I asked Nathan if he's ready to start the interview. Um, so are you ready to um, to get started, or would you like to talk about anything else before um, I start asking some questions? Um... Not in
1: particularly, man. We could we could jump into it.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, for the um for the actual um interview, is there a
1: quieter space we can go? Definitely. Yeah. We can go upstairs to my um my friend's uh, his his space, his little lab. Okay. We can do the interview up there.
0: Yeah, sure. Whenever
1: you're ready, man. Yeah, I'm easy. Yeah. You wanna head up? Yeah, we can go. Yeah. Let's go.
0: So we enter a building that's right next to the cafe.
1: we have got to understand that, you know, we serve a, a sovereign God, First, sure. um, he's in control of everything, you know. And um, he's, he's put uh, clothing righteousness. Um, this is one of my hats. Oh yeah, cool. I've got, got a shirt the, underneath as well, I'll show you a bit later.
0: We walk up some stairs.
1: Upstairs. Um when when God puts something on your heart, you just act on it, because you know it's His will, you know? Mm. And if you're living in His will, He won't fail you. He'll make everything sort of fall into place. Yeah. And that I've, I've experienced His favour. We can talk about this. I've experienced His favour in many aspects, of what every aspect of my life.
0: And after entering a room, I get introduced to Nathan's friend. Hey Brad. Uh, good day. How you doing? My name is Peter. Peter, I'm Brad. Uh, yeah, that's me. nice to meet you. Nice to make sure. Yeah, you too. what's going on? Ah, not too much. Same old, same old. So, got here okay. I think the um the traffic was quite busy. I live up north, so I live in uh, mode, so And then we start the interview. Um, so I guess just to yeah, just to begin with, can you tell us um a little bit about yourself and what your
1: life looks like at the moment? Yeah, well, my name is Nathan Connell. Um, um, I reside in Melbourne City, Australia, and um, I'm a born-again Christian. I've been born again for about uh, coming up to six years now. Um, the way my life's looking, it's, uh, it's actually becoming very fruitful. Um, I belong to a church called Jesus the Redeemer, I'm very involved there. I have uh, a few things that I'm looking to undergo and I'm cultivating a couple of business ideas uh, at the moment, all for the glory of God and his kingdom. Um, those, biz- those businesses are first and foremost uh, Clothed in Righteousness, which is a, a Christian-based line of apparel that I'm cultivating currently. And the second one is uh, Righteous Records, which will be um, a grassroots, independent uh, label, and yeah, um, life is good. Every day is a blessed day with Jesus. Beautiful. Um, So
0: can you tell us a little bit more about um, the the business Clothed in Righteousness
1: and what, what initially inspired you to begin that business? Ever since I can remember, I've always really had a had a passion for clothes and fashion and things like that. But um, yeah, I've, I've always had that sort of um, mind state where I would have liked to cultivate clothes and um, build my own brand and things like that. Yeah, well, I've always wanted to do apparel and. um it's been on my heart to do it for pretty much, like since I can remember, probably four or five years ago. And um, yeah, I um, haven't have had the means to do it in the past, but I don't think I was really, truly ready for that at that point in time, when I first had the concept. Um, it's, it's funny how it came about, because originally I wanted to call it Divine Designs. And I, you know, I had that on my heart and I was um, aiming for that, and I did some research on the internet, online, and um, I found out that the name was taken, so I was sort of, um, I was a bit bummed, but I was like just meditating on it and, and thinking about it, and um, I, I was praying over it too, and I really felt the Lord say to me, you know, um, I have something better for you and I just kept pondering on it and I kept seeking Him and His will for it and then the name Clothed in Righteousness came to me Beautiful And yeah, so basically what Clothed in Righteousness is, is just in a nutshell Christian apparel um, and yeah, that's that's basically it um, So Nathan, what, um, what kind of
0: feedback have you gotten from people so far about the business?
1: Oh, well I've I've predominantly getting very good feedback Um, everybody that has seen the design and the logo and everybody who's um, had a look at it it's just been nothing but positive things Um, I've had to be honest I've had no bad feedback Um, I, I I wear the brand myself a lot and um Yeah, it's all good. Um, People are really receiving it well. Um, And what, um, I guess
0: as you think about the business Clothing Righteousness, uh, how would you like it to influence or how would you like it to have an impact on other people who might um, hear about the brand or they might purchase some of your clothing
1: designs? Um,
0: In what ways would you like them to be influenced?
1: I think the, the scripture in the book of Matthew says, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Um, I, I just... I'd like to use it as an evangelism tool down the track when I have um, uh, more access to different designs and things like that. Even I even aspire to put scripture on, on shirts. Um, when when I have the opportunity to do that, so yeah, I just like to um, use use the shirts as um, something that's cool and trendy, but conveys a Christ-centered message at the same time. Um, so Nathan, can
0: you? Talk about how you might see um, the business clothed in righteousness connected to the plans and connected to the purposes that God has for
1: your own life. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, be blessed to be a blessing. Like, um, I'm doing this solely for for the kingdom. Um, By the same token, (coughs) I look to be able to, you know, um, see it come to fruition and make some sort of, um, uh, income off it. But predominantly I'd like to spread it and, and invest into missions and, and just put the, um, the proceeds of it to wherever God leads. I guess, what's your ultimate, uh, dream
0: for clothed in righteousness and where would you like... The business to be, say,
1: in, in ten years or so. Well, um, if I was to, you know, um, dream big, and and you know, if it was baseball, hit a home run, um, I'd like to see it like the like the Christian version of Nike, you know, like um, just to see people. Um, wearing it and, and finding it trendy and things like that and just, yeah, just, just I'd, to, to be completely honest, it would be awesome just to see people walking around with the brand on their chest mm. and um, just u- using it uh, to not be ashamed of the, of the gospel and things like that and um, just be, uh, use it as a statement to... Uh, yeah, just use it as a, a tool to break the ice between Christians. And, um, yeah, man, I, I just... I'd like to see it uh, flourish. The, the, way I, the, the way I see that... Um, the vision I see for Clothed in Righteousness would be... Um, it would be, like, down the track under Righteous Records. So, it, which is... Um, which it could possibly turn into um, merchandise and things like that. But yeah, man, that's it, pretty much, in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, beautiful, awesome. Apart from Nathan's clothing brand, Clothed in Righteousness, he also happens to be a fan of Christian hip-hop music and has written a few of his own tracks. So I also asked Nathan a few questions about his interest in Christian hip-hop music.
1: Well, earlier on in life, I really always loved hip-hop, I've always been a connoisseur of hip-hop, and um, I got to a point in, in um, my life and my situation where um, I started, like, this is pre-becoming a Christian, I started to lose faith in hip-hop, started to lose interest in it because it was conveying messages and things like that, that I... um. I didn't really want to keep pursuing because it was sort of very negative and um, you know very secular. The you know the the people I looked up to as as a youth and into my um, in my early life, yeah, just didn't resonate with me. Sort of, I I got to an age where I was like, this is this is against my morals, and I sort of uh, for a, a period of time I lost. I lost um, my interest and my faith in hip hop when I became a Christian. Oh, well, you know, I went to it. That's it's a big story to tell, but I, I, would, I started going to church, and um, I got introduced to some pretty solid Christians. And I was just talking and, and explaining to them that you know um, I previously loved hip hop. I didn't want to listen to it anymore because it was immoral. And then they're like, oh, you know, there's, there's a whole genre out there that it's untapped, you, you probably haven't heard of before, and it's Christian hip-hop. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, and it sort of piqued my curiosity. And the the first song that was ever um, played to me, Christian hip-hop, was a song called Soul, Sold Out, like S-O-U-L-E-D, Out. And um, it was by an artist named Lecrae. I don't know if you've ever heard of him.
0: Um, Heard of Lecrae, yeah. I don't know a heap about Lecrae, but I've definitely heard of him, yeah. Yeah,
1: well, um, Lecrae really sparked my brain. It was the the first um, exposure that I had to Christian hip-hop. And um, it really opened my eyes and made me feel a lot better about... um, the music industry like I, I i had no idea that there was a whole genre like subgenre of music out there um that was you know glorifying god and sending positive and optimistic messages and it sets them apart from anything that is secular anything that the world has to offer my the the hip-hop artists that i listen to regularly now um would be uh, in no particular order um, there's a guy there's a, a rapper called Bizzle who um, has his own sort of like um, I don't know if you call it a, a record label or a ministry I don't know um, what he intends for it but he's very inspiring yeah he, yeah, his ministry or his organisation is called um, God Over Money G.O.M. and um they inspire me a lot, especially in my early walk. I, I used to li- I'm, on my way to fellowships and things like that. Um, yeah, I used to listen to Bizzle all the time, put him in my headphones. And there's a, there was an album called uh, I believe it was called Tough Love and Parables, and I, I man, I, I jammed I jammed that album like oh man, probably over a hundred times. It's on the way to fellowships and everywhere I go, I play this one album because I I, I didn't have a great understanding at that time of uh, many other Christian artists. But that's, yeah, so the first one is Bizzle. The second one would be um, Seven. Um, He has a ministry called Hog Mob. Hog Mob stands for Hooked on God, so that's Hog. And then Ministry over Business is Mob and um yeah Seven if, if anybody's listening like to anybody who's into hip hop would like to check this out Seven spelled S-E-V-I-N suss him out on all streaming services very encouraging great message um there's an, another rapper I listen to called Brian T he has his own uh, hip hop ministry also called Kingdom Music and um he's a very influential um He's, you can tell he's really on fire for God, and he's really ge- he's he's really genuine. He's a real deal, and he's actually one of the biggest influences for me. You know, aside from Jesus Christ, um, to go into the music industry and and start to work on Righteous Records, cultivate that, and see where that takes me. Um, so, can you talk about um, what what inspired you to want to start writing your own songs? Uh, yeah, like like I've um, already mentioned, I've always like since a very young age loved hip hop. I was exposed to it at a very young age, and um, I, I you know I used to hang around with a, a couple of people that were also into hip hop and um, they were into writing lyrics and things like that and. That, you know, to this day, the, um, this is specific guy that I used to live with, he, he's actually quite a talented MC, and um, we, yeah, I, I used to, we used to just play around with lyrics from a young age, like 15 onwards, and um, I never really took it seriously, but we just, it was, you know, it was just a bit of fun. Being, being that age and uh, a fan of hip-hop. So going from listening to hip-hop, that sort of led into aspirations of writing my own my own lyrics and my own music. So, yeah, man.
0: Um, and have you got a, a favourite song that you have written and can you tell us a bit about uh, that song?
1: Yeah, well... Um, I've, rec- I've recorded a few tracks, but there's um, one in particular that I like the most. It's called um, "No Fear." A lot of it is—it's uh, got good metaphors, and a lot of it's biblical. Um, when when I actually sat sat down to to write that song before I write, um, I always pray. When I yeah, when I when I sat down to just formulate that song and put it together and looked back on it once it was written i was just like man that's amazing because um can i share with you just a, a part of it that sort of blew my mind go for it absolutely um it, it was like it was, this is the end of the song and i can play it to you later if you'd like to hear it but it goes spiritual warfare is here the battle's only begun forget packing a gun Instead, pick up your Bible, spread the gospel to the world, and make more disciples. Pray for your rivals. May that they come to the truth. The Antichrist is near, and Satan is on the loose, but he has cooked his own goose. According to Revelation, when the prophecies is fulfilled, the lake of fire is waiting. Don't give in to his hating, because the time is near. Jesus Christ is coming back, and we have nothing to fear. Mm.
0: So I can see what you mean by the lyrics, I guess, being, being based on biblical truth. Yeah. Um, so is that one of the the main things which you are interested in when it comes to writing Christian hip-hop music to write things, I guess, based on uh, what we can learn from the Bible?
1: I, I'm very firm in my stance when it comes to music, That like, especially for the music that I aspire to create. It's just as a vessel for His His holiness, His righteousness. Um, I will never compromise it. Um, I I I just I'm not. I'm the only thing I'm driven by is obedience. So I, I just regularly pray that God has His will in you know whatever He sees fit for this. Um, movement, you know. Um, so I guess uh, you, you may
0: have answered this already, Nathan. But when you write your Christian hip hop music, um, what kind of messages are you trying to communicate to
1: listeners? Straight up Christ-centered message, a um, message of the Scriptures and, part- in particular, the Gospel. Um, just um, like there's a lot there's a a fair few rappers out there that say oh I'm not a Christian rapper I'm just a rapper who's Christian and to me that sounds like a bit of a cop out so I I just I intend on making Christian rap and um, does that answer your question? Um, It
0: does yeah Um, so I guess you you're saying that you're not only Christian who is interested in writing hip hop music but you want the music you write to have a Christian message as well. I I,
1: I want like, I I, I want it to be a solidified genre. I don't want it to be like, you know, I'm a rapper and I'm a Christian, like using it as a a life enhancer, no. I want the, the lyrics and the music to be on point with, with Christ and um, one of the biggest things for me one of the biggest goals for me is to um, tr- do my best to see souls come into the kingdom and you know m- hip hop music really re- reaches out to a lot of the youth and um, man I just if, if, if I can like God willing I'd love to just see great revival you know even if it's not through me personally just to be involved in it Um, Mm. yeah just simply to use the music as a means to draw people onto jesus and to glorify promote and um lift his kingdom up i guess you
0: you, you may have just answered uh, the next question already in mm. what you were talking about, Nath, but when people listen to the music that you've written, how do you hope that they will be impacted?
1: I hope and I pray that it piques their curiosity. I just, I just honestly, all all's, all's all's I want for the music is for people to be inspired and, and as, uh, an encouragement for growth in, in Christianity. People, like I just want to, like in a nutshell, I just want to draw people to the Lord and see see people people souls like ultimately salvaged and saved. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this could be um, what the way, what I see for the music is. It's just going to be a straight up icebreaker. Um, yeah, if, if, it, if it brings one person to the to the, you know, the realisation of, of who Jesus is and everything he stands for and, and one soul is salvaged, you know, um, I've played my part. I've done, I've done what the Lord wants me to do.
0: That brings us to an end of this episode. As search and like Testimonies of Truth on Facebook or Twitter... And if you want to stay connected as well, you can email testimoniesoftruth.content at gmail.com.